In this month of February, Streaming Things is brought to you by Chester Copperpot, David Malfara, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez, Thomas Alexander, Emmy, Valerie, Stanton Valentino, Crystal Trujillo, John Collins, Ghost, Andrew Gray, Jen Robinson, Kate, Chloe Richardson, Kalisha Reeves, Kiki Newton, Kevin Strother, Jeanette Murphy, Casey McCain, and the one and only Enza. My name is Chris. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things. We're beginning our coverage of Yellow Jackets, a fun little show that buzz, many of you buzz, probably buzz, know. Buzz, 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 buzz. With us today is a person you might you may recognize from our, our Black Widow review. You often requested to come back yeah. on the show. Madison, hello. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you doing? Just the huge podcasting podcasting you know being content creators churning out the the media yeah <laughs> how have you been though so so some people madison last time you were on that was before stranger things season four right um, last time? yes i i can't remember the last time that i was on it's been a minute though yeah, it's I, been a minute. yeah. so we have a lot more people who listen to us now since the last time you're on yeah since i've since i've seen yeah yes so just tell the new listeners you know who are you who am I? Who are oh my you? goodness. Let's get to the real Madison. Let's peel back some layers. You seem I, like a pistachio ice cream kind of person. I, I am a pistachio wow. ice cream. I'm a pistachio <laughs> enthusiast, actually. Um, but no, I I don't know. I'm just, you know, watching watching media, absorbing it and consuming content. Consuming content. I get it. Making content. Uh, but yeah. But yeah so you we had you on originally because as a lot of our listeners know we are painfully aware that we are just three white dudes who have an, own a podcast. So mm. sometimes it's it it uh, is you know we we just wanted more voices on the show. Yeah, it and, behooves us to seek some other perspectives. Yeah, and Chris and I were trying to find out like we need a third person to co- cover Yellow Jackets because Andy wasn't going to be able to do Yellow Jackets with us. Well, I remember texting Steve and I was like, a woman, preferably like. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Because it's like, it's a very female centered show. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the first episode is directed by Karen Kusama, who's famous for The Invitation, Jennifer's Body. And I was like, dude, Mm -hmm. it can't just be. Most of our listeners are women. (laughs) Yes, that's true. If we can avoid three dudes on this particular one, for sure, Mm -hmm. let's do it. And so I'm very glad you were willing uh, to sit with us for eight weeks and actually probably more because then the second season comes out. So however long you can stomach it, really. (laughs) <laughs> and I really do mean it. Long haul. I really do mean a lot of people who uh, we either were listening to us way back in the in the old times, or people who have like gone back yeah. and listened to us some of our old stuff. We've had several people message us like, "When's Madison coming back? Uh, She's awesome." That warms my heart. Yeah, I'm like, wow. Do I have a podcaster voice? <laughs> I think so. But Yellow Jackets, uh, like Madison, also oft requested. So I, my my Instagram DMs, the email uh, thread, all of that stuff was was filled up with people. Please cover yellow jackets, please. Yes. Um, and one naysayer who just didn't want to, didn't want to download showtime. And, uh, <laughs> and I get it. I didn't want to download yeah, it either. I had to convince Steve for that reason too. Um, <laughs> no, it was really funny. We were talking in the discord and they were like, I was really hoping you didn't cover yellow jackets. And I was like, Oh my God, no, I'm so sorry. What, why don't you like it? And she was like, I just don't have showtime. <laughs> and I was like, that's fair. Fair. It's fair. A show well worth, uh, I think it's like, only $5. I don't know how much it is. Honestly, maybe it's, it's 11. Got a seven, it's got a seven day free trial period. Yeah. yeah. So free trial and binge season one. 
That's my recommendation. And I, I almost promise that you'll love the show enough to, to keep subscribed until like totally. mid April or whatever it is to watch season two to finish season two rather. Um, but any hoozle. So let's talk about this stuff. Here's what we're going to do. Talk about uh, Madison. And I have each watched yellow jackets. This is our second time through, uh, and each of us finished watching the first episode today. Um, and Steve has never seen this show before cause showtime. Mm -hmm. Um, so he's going to have a different perspective. It'll today be fun. literally was showtime, baby, baby. Yeah. Paramount owns showtime. Now I found mm -hmm. that out. Did you know that? Oh. I, I just found that out this Good. week. Yeah. So I guess they're going to be doing a Paramount plus merger yeah. with yeah, the streaming point. networks. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Oh, because isn't there, a, there's, isn't there a third one that Plus is supposed to be uh, merging with? There's Showtime, and then there's one other one, I thought. Um, I might be just talking about No, you're right. right I think they ass. bought a bunch of stuff. Um, MGM Plus is going to be its own thing soon, by the way. Why? You can, yeah, you're, I mean, you're not going to subscribe, but why? Why? I don't know. The one place you can watch James Bond. <laughs> I don't know. And nothing else. I've I, never seen James Bond. Any of the Bonds is this? Never. Sean Connery? Nope. Roger Moore? Nope. Pierce Brosnan? You keep the listing. I'm going to keep saying <laughs> that's, no. That's the bit. Clive Owen? <laughs> no. Well. Oh, I almost got her. Ah. I almost got her. Almost got her. It doesn't matter who you say. She's going to say no. Um, <laughs> Yeah, MG and Bob, some of the bonds are very, very cool, very good, very good stuff. That's weird that they're making that though. You know, everybody's got to have their own plus nowadays. God damn. Yeah, back in the day when streaming networks were originally a thing, it was like, oh great, I can finally cut cable. I don't have to worry about buying yeah. all these channels and adding them to yeah. my cable package. Mm -hmm. And now it's all they're all just splitting off, and you got to do it anyway. It's about yeah. the price that cable was now, at least. Yeah. It's actually getting to like direct TV prices. I was talking with my dad the other day because he's completely off the grid in terms of he doesn't even have internet and all this other shit. But I was like telling him, yeah, I probably spend about 75, $80 a month on subscriptions and streaming services. And he was like, and that is why I don't have internet and, you know, stupid avocado shit. toast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that exactly. is why I do not have internet. <laughs> yeah. That's how Horse and Bucky, they're coming back. That's how Bob sounds. Yeah. But I bought my first house at 14 years old. I ordered it out of a Sears catalog and built <laughs> so, it with my hands. So back to Showtime. I'm watching it through Hulu. So will it be removed? So Showtime you, is through Hulu. Do you have like a Showtime uh, channel that you pay for on Hulu? Yes. Probably? Yeah. Yes. I think that should be fine. Okay. I think. Always. Because like Amazon does that same shit. Mm. Um, I actually downloaded Showtime separately. The only reason oh. I did that was so that I could share it with someone who mm. rhymes with beave. Um, <laughs> uh, he's talking about our friend grieve. Uh. <laughs> mm -hmm. But typically I would have used like an Apple TV yeah. channel. Yeah. Um, but the only reason I knew that is because I was trying to figure out who do I email so that I can get uh, Yellow Jacket season two early access screeners, oh. uh, which would be really cool for us. We could get ahead of the curve and actually bank some episodes. So it's not as stressful. Mm -hmm. um, and it found out it's like, you need to talk to Paramount. And I was like, Paramount, Paramount, what? So I emailed Paramount. I'll let you know what happens. Tis, tis, tis. Mm, I don't have a good success uh, with this in the in the recent past, but I'll keep trying. You've had some good success in completely unrelated things to what we do. Yeah, everyone. Really I funny. get screeners for everything except what we cover on this podcast, yeah. which is really frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just watching a bunch of other random shit. Uh, Any hoozle, and everybody loves when I say that. Um, we got extra. By the way, I just want to say we got other reviews. 
begging me to stop saying any hoozle. I don't know if you saw that. It's here to stay, baby. <laughs> you need to merchandise that stuff. We, T-shirts, hats. I'm glad you say that. <gasps> we have any hoozle merch. Is it available Shut now? Up. Well, Chris, it's funny you ask because, uh, guys, we have a brand new merch store. I think over the summer we launched our first merch store. It was pretty bare bones, whatever. Uh, but luckily... We are working together with some really amazing people. They are also fans of the show, uh, Garrett and his wife, Jessica. They run their own printing company, and they're going to be doing all of our merch. And if you go into the show notes right now, you can find a link that will take you to the uh, Streaming Things merchandise store, which does feature an Any Hoozles shirt. Yeah, so take that, three haters of the word Any Hoozle. <laughs> Now I'm going to be wearing a shirt live. Now this is awesome because now we have like a small business that is made up of of fans of the show running our merch. Oh, I yeah, should say cool. th th it's West River Printing Company. Mm -hmm. So check them out online. Nice. They're great. Yeah, they've been awesome to work with. And uh, the Discord is the gift that just keeps giving. All these talented folks keep popping up like, hey. You want me to do something super awesome for you? Like, yeah. People absolutely. helping people. That's cool. You'll, That's you'll right. To see it. So yeah, there's some great designs. Like uh, you can find our a shirt of our logo. You can find the Annie Hoosel shirt. You can find the Pip and the Dog fan club t-shirt. Heck yeah. Uh, and also for a limited time, you can find the Last of Us Pills Baby t-shirt. <laughs> Get them while they're hot. Annie Hoosel, Yellow Jackets, <laughs> episode one. So let's talk a little bit about our previous experience. Madison, what did you think when you first watched the show in, in 2021? I, I was, so when I first heard about the show, it was described to me as kind of Lord of the Flies-esque. Yes, and I remember so that. I was, I was very interested to just kind of check it out, dive in. Um, what I really enjoyed was that, you know, it was a all female cast for the most part. And, um, I don't know. I, I started, I watched the, the first episode and I remember immediately thinking, fuck, I'm going to watch all of this in one sitting, <laughs> which I did end up doing. Um, but I, I loved it. I, that was my first impression. I, I might've mentioned this in previous podcasts, but I have an Excel sheet of all of the TV oh, shows. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I remember yeah that. Of, of all the TV shows and, uh, like mini series that I watch. And I, I also rank them on a, a tier list you know, S tier, A tier, B tier. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Yeah. Um, I've seen YouTube the videos. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but S tier is like the best of the best, you know, great, you know, and that's what's, what what's I- What's your lowest tier on this, on your personal scale? On my, scale? What's the lowest tier? Yeah, what's the, uh, yeah, you just is keep, it, oh, S is one and then you can just keep going as many F, Z, right? F is, F the, is, your F is the fucking worst. Oh. And I think the only thing- Is that I like have, an F in the chat? <laughs> is that no? That's a different F. Um, the the one thing I have as an F is American Horror Story Roanoke. I didn't that even watch season. Roanoke. It was so fucking bad. Oh, I've bad. actually seen that one. It's really? terrible. It's yeah. fucking awful. I think that is the only show like season I have ranked as an F. But Yellow Jackets, I ranked S because I was like, I can watch this over and over and over and feel like I am finding finding something new just the imagery with the, how they film is amazing. So yeah, yeah, that was awesome. my first impression. Uh, Steve, your first time through, I guess you've only seen one episode so far, right? Yeah, I've just seen the one episode today. What are you thinking so far? Um, gosh, so far, so far it's pretty good. Um, so I, you've told me about what the show is many times in the past. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause you, you know, when the, when the first season first came out, you were trying to get, uh, me to watch it with you. And I, and for whatever reason I just didn't. 
And so much time has passed between now and then. I was over the weekend, I was like, oh, I got to start watching Yellow Jackets again. And my girlfriend was like, what is that about? And I'm like, I don't fucking remember. <laughs> I know, I know. That's there's the best. I know there's like a bunch of like 90s references and I know it's a, 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 a female cast and it's really cool like that. So before I started watching it, I, I brought up IMDb and just looked at the IMDb synopsis. I'm like, huh, didn't think it was about this. And then I started the show. I'm like, huh, a lot darker than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I thought this was going to be like Stranger Things, Chris. <laughs> it's very similar. It's more like season four. When does the Demogorgon come out? <laughs> very soon. When is when is their coach, Dr. Brenner, watch up? Can you imagine Dr. Brenner's? Hello, girls. You have to pass the ball to the outside of the wings. How much he would love this show, though? He would love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he any children fighting? There's he's little there. children murder. You yeah. know, yeah, this would be he a favorite said, show. Me, let me shave all their heads. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have an annual subscription to Showtime. <laughs> I bet you do <laughs> all the time. You save money that way, doing it annually, right? Yeah, I package it with ESPN too. Uh, okay, big sports guy. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> I figured. But yeah, this this first episode, watching it, it was uh, you know I really had no idea what I was getting into. I didn't know what to expect. Um, I was really. Uh, captivated with how they were handling the jumps between the two different mm-hmm. timelines. I thought they did that very well. Um, I really, I, I, and you guys have seen this, maybe this is something I'm pulling apart on my own, but maybe it's intentional. You guys can let me know. But like I love times. how obviously important wardrobe is in this show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yes. Just from like, you know, what, smart guy. what everyone's wearing, like immediately, like, like the first scene with like all the people in like the, you know, the cult like robes. I was like, Oh, they're, those are all like animal skin on top of like just random clothes a teenager would have. And it's mm-hmm. stuff like that. And uh, we'll get into it more, but I, I just was really captivated by just how smart the show is right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And they've, it's got a great cast. Um, some really incredible women. I, I love Christina Ricci. Mm-hmm. So when she popped up, I'm like, yeah, girl, Casper's my jam. <laughs> Get it, girl. Get it, Christina. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so Chris, what about you? What were your thoughts? Um, it was, it's really, I'm so excited to revisit this. Cause like watching it today, I realized how badly I need this. Um, Cause my life is so decrepit now. Uh, because <laughs> for season two, I'm not as fresh as I thought I was, you know, mm-hmm. like watching it today, I was like, oh yeah, she's. Um, so I'm really grateful that I get this opportunity to really dive deep into, into season one. Um, but I loved this show much like Madison. I, I tore it apart as soon as I found it. It wasn't something I was quick to watch because no offense to anyone listening. It was on Showtime. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm not, I don't, you, <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch billions. Um, I can't think of a single other Showtime property offhand that I would, uh, uh, um, excuse me, Shameless was on Showtime way back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but it's been on Netflix for so many years mm-hmm. now. Everything everywhere all at once is streaming on Showtime. They've got, I'm sure they're trying to compete. I'm just saying like, <laughs> as far as like a network with original programming, you're not oh, like, yeah. oh, I yeah. got to check out the new a Showtime show. Like the way HBO, I don't even care what it's about. If HBO is doing it, I'm going to watch episode one at least. Right. Um, but then I saw the buzz online and I saw that Christina Ricci was in it. And Julia, no pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> buzz, buzz, buzz. Juliette Lewis was in it. Uh, Melanie Linsky, a uh, huge fan of hers. I had just seen, um, I don't feel it, uh, at home in this world anymore. I think it's her indie movie she did with, uh, Elijah Wood. Um, and Elijah Wood got cast in season two, by the way, which yeah, we got that look to look forward to. Uh, Frodo Baggins. Frodo Baggins. 
Frodo anyway, Baggins. Um, all of that led me to, to to check it out, and I was immediately obsessed with the cleverness of the writing and the fact that it was pretty hard horror, like you said, Steve. Like it was a little surprising to me, um, but also really funny. Like it just yeah. seems like perfect in every aspect. I love this show. I think it's great, um, and I'm really excited to dig into dig into what I love about the writing so much. Um, Let's so that, do it. That brings us to episode sure. one. I think it's called Pilot. Yep. Um, which is a clever name. <laughs> I honestly. So unique. Did they steal that from Lost? Because of the plane. <laughs> but because of the plane like content of it, it makes, uh, the, it makes me think it's maybe like an extra smile there. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, I think there's actually, if you would think about it, is three timelines in this episode, Steve, or probably throughout the show. Yeah, um, I agree. Because there's the 1996 before the flight, and then there's the 2021, you know, after they're rescued, and then there's, uh, you know, like a, what I call the savage timeline in my notes, mm-hmm. where they're just around the fire. Like doing, the post-crash yeah, in the forest. Like the Lord of the Flies mm-hmm. part, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's some things in this episode that just make it, su- like there's a mystery element. Oh, for sure. I love a good mystery. I want to know what's going on behind them robes. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um and I, this show, I, w- I will say, it was nominated for seven Emmys as well. Uh, and I have a question at the end. Remind me. There's a question for you guys that I have that's Yellow Jackets themed that I thought was would be really fun. Okay? Like at the end of the recap or at the end of everything? No, no at the end of this episode. The okay. recap, this episode recap. <clears throat> um, so we open with a girl running through a spooky, snowy forest. Super spooky and snowy. Uh, she's like barefoot and shit. Obviously not. She, she's out of sorts. She's not in a good way. She didn't, she didn't bring her shoes. Uh, she's being harassed by what I think are fake animals. It sounds like a crowd of teenagers making like, noises, right? Oh yeah, there's right? definitely yeah. someone it, doing the, the raven. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the theater production. Ah, ah. Yeah, it yeah, it sounds like they are quote unquote hunting this woman. That's yeah, they're what like, I got, yeah. And they're having fun with it. Like, yeah. like torturing her, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of, like you do. Um, so she falls in a pit. Uh, is impaled by stakes and immediately, this is like within, I don't know, a minute and a half, maybe not even that long. Um, and then we see like her fingers twitching. It zooms in on that a little bit. We get a close up of that. Gruesome. Uh, and then we see a golden heart necklace, which is important for later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a creepy primitive costumed person peeks in, just seems to be staring at her curious. And then it cuts, um, to the present day, multiple people being interviewed about missing girls and a plane crash. Uh, and some pretty funny, was that the principal that was like, I shouldn't say this, but most kids, if they died, you, yeah. not a huge loss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was. Like, well, those girls were champions. Those girls were they champions. They showed their worth by playing a ball. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. This town <laughs> sucks. Ball. Um, and that play, and but so, you know what's sad? That's most principles in Midwest. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, spot on, almost satire, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and then the reporter comes back later, but it's her asking these questions. And so basically the entire episode oscillates mostly between 2021 and 1996 with a little bit of like early 97 or whatever mm-hmm. splashed in there. Um, so the first scene is the 1996 scene with Jackie uh, scoring a goal with a header, I believe that's called. I'm not a uh, European I, football guy. I believe so, yeah. I've seen Ted Lasso, so yes, yeah. that's I a header. <laughs> she definitely wasn't offsides. We've watched enough Ted Lasso to kind of know they, the rules. They call it into touch. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and then we get this Steve's famous buzz, 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 buzz chant. Buzz, buzz. I, I loved that scene. I liked how it just, it really showed the the in sync the teamwork of all of them and you kind of get introduced to all of the younger women in during that game Mm -hmm. so yeah it was i really liked that scene. yeah i'm so impressed with uh watching the second time all the tiny things that they do 
to characterize mm-hmm. um, how these women are as adults and like who their character is as a person, like all the little nuggets and, and extra tidbits. Uh, they show their reactions to certain situations that seem are seemingly inane, but mm-hmm. like do great work in characterizing them for later and foreshadow and stuff. Um, so they win the game. That was a state game. Uh, they're the New Jersey state champions. They're going to nationals now. Everybody's excited, right? Uh, and then we get a cool needle drop. I'm sure we'll talk about later. Um, and then we cut to Jeff and Jackie at what I believe is what I believe is third base. It's been a while since my yeah. baseball years, but I believe that's third base. We call it into touch. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely offsides. Oh, yeah, that guy's definitely offsides. And you know, I didn't like Jeff immediately. Jackie's yeah. not wanting any part of this, no. uh, but she can't get out of it gracefully. So she decides to fake an orgasm. Yep. Uh, and then in a hilarious turn of events, when she feels like, okay, thank God it's over. He goes, my turn. And, yeah. sticking and then my favorite is he says my turn. And then it's just excessive teeth brushing. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Jackie yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah. Cuts uh, to Jackie brushing poor, her teeth. Poor girl. And we see that Jackie's wearing that heart necklace yep. that the girl in the pit was wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we was see Jackie in the pit. Well, that's what's so great about this show, Steve. And, uh, you know, like I remember this. This is what hooked me the first time was that fucking necklace because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no, this character I'm just now getting to know gets like slaughtered later. That sucks. And then you never see adult Jackie. Right. And this first episode uh, it being interviewed by the reporters or her point of view or anything like that. Okay. So it's like, damn, she's definitely that. You know, you don't even question it until later on the plane when she hands it to Shauna. Yep. But you know, Shauna's alive as an adult. So all of a sudden, it's whoa, the who's wearing the necklace? Are playing with us. Yes, a lot of I love it. I, it's fucking brilliant. Uh, but anyway, she's wearing Did the they necklace. Do something like that in Lord of the Flies. It's been a while since I've read that book. But wasn't there like an object that people handed to each other? And mm. they're just the conch. The conch. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. You got to have a conch if you're yeah. stuck on an island. Yeah. How, how is she going to have a hierarchy? And then they killed, <laughs> then they killed Piggy. It was sad. <laughs> Let's uh, not talk about Piggy right now. I'm not ready. Sorry to spoil Lord of the Flies. <laughs> yeah. uh, they all read it at mandatory in eighth grade, I think. Um, at least in America. Uh, we cut to Shauna. There's Wait. one seventh grader that listens to the show. <laughs> Damn, <Fuck>. it. <laughs> Damn it. Damn uh, it. Shauna, her friend, is waiting outside in the car. Um, and eventually she sees Jeff sneaking out and kind of shakes her head. And then uh, Jackie hops in the car and switches the song that she's listening to to something else. Um, and Which then is Informer by, by Snow. Snow. <laughs> yeah, that's a banger. Rap, I would rap some for you, but I don't. You know. Go ahead. No, oh, uh, nope. please do. No. <laughs> you uh, cannot open up a can of worms like that. DJ Marty B. Drop that beat. I don't have the lyrics in front of me. <laughs> Drop fair. a beat for me, Christopher. That's fair. I don't either. I don't My know name's what... Marty B, and I'm here to say I'm going to kill kids in a clever way. <laughs> but yeah. Nice. But it... <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to hear Madison rap next episode. She's going to come prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the whole car ride they talk about, we get the impression, it's pretty overt actually, that Jackie fully intended to break up with Jeff by now and Shauna was encouraging that. Like, right, what happened to no distractions before nationals, right? Uh, and then she said, well, I don't want to go to college a virgin, right? And she says, Jeff was a virgin? You know, in a questioning way. Mm. <laughs> uh, mm. Pretty sure he's not. <laughs> pretty sure I fucked him. Yeah. Um, we find that out later, but at this scene, it's just a little, the writing is so good. Yeah. Um, and then it seems like the type. Yeah. So, yes. so like, I didn't even think anything of it at, at first in the, at this part of the episode when she's like, is he, it's like, mm, girl, don't trust that boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve didn't like him. Um, and he's, there's, he's too pushy. Jeff. His name's Jeff. He's Ooh. too pushy. 
If it was spelled G E O F F, I might trust him. It's different, yeah. But I had the subtitles. He would not on. have those abs if he had if he spelled his name like that. Yeah, Geoff. Geoff. I love that. Geoff. What's up, Geoff? <laughs> oh my God, Geoff. <laughs> so they're supposed to go to Rutgers together. They've got these plans. Jackie's thinks it's set in stone. I've got the quote "No offense" written down. I don't know why. I'm sure that was a funny joke I wanted to talk about. And I, I think it was because they drove past a sign that was "Go Boys Baseball Team." They're like, oh, they suck. No offense, or something like that. Maybe. It was maybe I don't remember they were Jackie was upset that everybody was like celebrating the boys team which yeah. had had zero success and the girls soccer team was undefeated yeah, going to state. nationals yeah. which is fair because during the pep rally it's obviously the school is very like yeah. prideful in the the soccer team but yes. it's the community that doesn't give a shit about the women's soccer team I guess so yeah because at the pep rally like the, the, nobody claps for the boys and the, yeah. even the, the principal whoever that is is like you tried anyway <laughs> yeah. next year our pride and glory um, <clears throat> and the kids all the guys are just standing like well we didn't even win a game but we're boys what even is baseball uh, <laughs> opiates are rampant in my neighborhood <laughs> it's the midwest in the 90s I uh, hope it gets better soon. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, and then we cut back to 2021 and we see older Shauna, played by Melanie, Melanie Linsky, um, masturbating, I think, to the way her husband used to look. Is that what that is? Like I a, thought it was a no. photo of her daughter's boyfriend. It is a photo of her daughter's boyfriend. It is. Okay. Yeah. Then he comes it looks like her like daughter's a, room, but I didn't, like I didn't want to go there. She's, you know, doing a quickie while she's, you know doing her mundane chores around the house. Was she know? doing it to the daughter's boyfriend or was she kind of like looking around and happened to zero in? I and I took it as she was doing it to the boyfriend because the interaction then they have later between uh, Shauna and her daughter's boyfriend is a little awkward to me. Like Where he says, hey, you look hot or whatever? Yeah, like yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, she definitely was was jerking off to him. Yeah. 100%. And I think that characterizes her in like a, she misses um, her youth and what could have been kind yeah. of way is the way I interpret that. I just mm -hmm. want to make sure. Cause sometimes I'm off base. Like, I think that's fair. Uh, I mean, we definitely get to learn that a lot of these uh, women definitely had their youth stolen from them. Yeah. To some extent. He, the boyfriend reminds, his name's Kyle. Of course he reminds <laughs> me of the boyfriend in uh, pineapple express. Amber Heard's boyfriend. Do you remember that character mm. where he comes up to Seth Rogen and he said uh, something about his funny joke. And then Amber Heard's like, uh, yeah, I almost peed my pants. And he's like, oh, I wish. And then Seth Rogen like frowns <laughs> like that's the guy he means well, but he's a super goober. I thought he looked like Timothee Chalamet with a weaker jaw. Oh, you can't have as strong of a jaw as Timothee. I know. I mean, they don't make them like that. They broke the mold at Timothee. His jaw broke the original spelling of his name, Timothy. <laughs> That's how strong his jaw is. My my immediate thought was Callie could do so much better. <laughs> that was my immediate thought. Yeah. But right. she's not into those meaningful conversations. I guess. Yeah, she's about not. Meatloaf. No. We'll get there soon, though. I'll talk to Mel Melanie Linsky about Meatloaf. <laughs> as soon as she's done masturbating to high schoolers. And then we cut back to. <laughs> I mean, I'm just reading in the text. Yep. Um, and I, I even put old room. I was trying anything to like make it okay in my mind. Like, is that her old room? Oh, the, why my, she have it dressed up that way still? My notes in, in the moment change rapidly over the course of 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah. Like in a room masturbating to. No, that's not what's happening. <laughs> I just really hope it wasn't her daughter's vibrator. That's what I hope oh. it was. You made it worse. <laughs> I know. I didn't think you could I, do that. I know. I thought about it and I said it. Like I'm she was sorry. just cleaning and just, okay. I'm not going to go down I, that road. I think she used her own. 
Yes. I'm saying she she's used a responsible adult. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Why did she go in there? Again, she's, cleaning. she's missing she's the doing, U. Yeah, she missed the U. She was doing doing laundry. And yeah. then she's we cuts to her right after the the masturbation. It cuts to her getting shit stains out of her husband's boxers. Am yep. I correct? Yep. I believe that's what that was. Um, and then she goes outside. She's checking. Uh, she finds that some rabbits been chewing on some of her uh, hydrangeas. I don't know what the fucking bushes. Uh, <laughs> I, I could have rolled with it though. I don't think Steve's. Uh, an herbalist. Though. You could have said hydrangea and I'd be like, show. <laughs> wow. Show, Chris man. is very knowledgeable. I didn't know you were a botanist. <laughs> <laughs> and Jessica Roberts, the reporter, walks up and starts trying to interview her um, and says, hey, basically, give me five minutes and uh, you can change your mind later. I promise. But, you know, I want to tell your story. He tries to sell her on something. Right. Um, and Sean is very guarded, but she lets her in the house. Mm-hmm. Um and she's like, look, there's not much to the story. A bunch of my friends died. We starved for 19 months and then we got rescued. That was it. Right. And then the reporter says, and this is where we're learning tidbits, but we don't get like Steve's first viewing. You didn't know what the fuck she's even talking about yet. Really yep. cool. Right. Um, at this point in the so cool, so cool. <laughs> people dying. Oh. <laughs> so good. Steve's like, I'm in. There's a I vibrator. Wish, people I are wish, dead. I wish I was that skid cool marks. in high school. <laughs> There's skid marks. Everything I love about TV and film in this already. All here. Yeah. All here. <laughs> <laughs> I hope a guy named Kyle shows up and I'll be set for life. Um, but she says, look, I'll give you a seven figure book advance to tell your story about what happened while you were stranded. Um, and she said, no, I'm not interested. What if I told you the others were tries to bait her like a, like, like a bad cop move, like an interrogation. Mm -hmm. And she said, I would call you a liar. So so she said, Oh, so you are still in touch. So she's very inquisitive, a little too inquisitive. And then she hits her where it hurts. Like, Hey, uh, you were a straight A student, uh, an an astonishing athlete, Mm -hmm. early admission to Brown. Uh, is this how you thought your life would be? I bet you clean shit stains out of your husband's underwear and masturbate oh in your daughter's gosh. room. I bet that's how your life is. And she's like, what? N- no, <laughs> definitely I don't. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> not just now. Why would you say that? Get out of my house. And then we see a lot about Shauna pretty quickly though, that she's, yeah. she's not to be fucked with. Calls very, her very s- telling smug little bitch. Yeah. Like she almost choked her out right there. Um, was there she did. Was there something with a U.S. magazine? Or People magazine. I saw us, that. It's Us Weekly. I think, us Weekly. I think I don't know what what was on. I, was it, it her friend? Really quickly, Taisa. I, I yeah. I, I maybe it was her. I thought there was something important on the cover. To be honest, I, I saw was. that they they you know panned to that. Yeah. I had a, a, a section of that. I didn't look too far into it. Maybe I'll revisit and look. But. I only in my head I went. They did that for a reason. I didn't see what it was. And then later I was like, I bet Taisa was on it. Yeah. That's all I thought of. Because unless going back to the conversation, you know. Maybe the reporter said, oh, yeah, I've talked to some of the others or whatever. Right. Maybe it was in reference to that. I don't know. I was trying to think of which one would be on a tabloid. And, and Thais is pretty much the only one yeah. um, that's famous at what all. What does so. Natalie do? She drugs. She, could she be in there? Because like She's a back in rehab. Maybe, but I don't think they have like that kind of celebrity status. Oh, okay. Um, I could be wrong. One of the airplane, however many... In it's, rehab again. <laughs> it's Misty on the cover, you know, posing with her. Yeah. Christina Ricci. Her, her scrubs. Yeah. So yeah. Then the Jessica Roberts, the reporter just leaves her card and says, if you change your mind, call me. She, I, I will give it to her. I don't really like her character at this point. Right. But she's, she, she holds her composure, mm-hmm. drops a business card. Uh, and she works for what the star Gazette or something like that. 
Uh, Shauna later, later calls bullshit on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get a quick scene of Natalie, played by Juliette Lewis, meditating in a rehab and being called to group. Cut back to 1996. Um, the body, I assume, that was in the, the pit of stakes um, is now naked, being hoisted by its feet. Um, everyone back in their savage costume still basically gutting it. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, a butcher. I'm sure there's a term for what's going on right now. Yeah, they're letting all the blood out. But to me, it's just stabbing the, it's stabbing the body. Yeah, they're slaughtering it. Sure, sure. Cutting up uh, giblets and I don't know. Giblets. <laughs> I try to think of like a meat name, you know? I want a leg. Rump. I'll take a thigh. Mm-hmm. And I know that uh, Misty over there, she wants a breast. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, it cuts back to 2021 and people are sharing, this is in Natalie's rehab. People are sharing in the group. Um, and you know, well about whack and name shit. Wendy's got some rage issues. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. Jamba juice. Yeah, she, bitch she, she, cut her in line. <laughs> yeah. Think about that, Steve. You can't <laughs> no. just let that happen. Everybody's going to think they can just cut. I love how she's like, uh, cause <laughs> I love when she's like, well, I want to know what the answer is because I got a misdemeanor felony. And I'm here. What, what, I, what was, was I wrong? And the therapist is like, well, I'm not really going to answer you. Uh, <laughs> I'm not paid for that. Natalie, you've been here several times. Why don't you answer it? Keep the tiger in the cage. Yeah, to keep the tiger in the cage. And it's her last day. We find out uh, she tells everybody that, you know, they need to find a purpose. Um, you know, after all the things I went through, everything that I did. And then some, some girl what cuts you in. Do? You never even told us. Uh, which I think is is kind of funny. It's kind of tongue in cheek, like mm-hmm. because you know that the audience still doesn't have any idea what went on on the island either, or the, the the in the forest. I keep thinking it's an island, but it's not. But it also helps show that they all aren't talking about what went yeah. down. That's why there's so much yes. interest in their stories. Yep, they have like a a set thing they all agreed on that's really vague, and and, and no reporters are satisfied. What I also want to the po- woods stays in the woods. You that's know what I'm right. Saying? Does a bear shit in the woods? I don't know. Nobody don't will know. tell me. I can't, I can't speak to that. (laughs) I can neither confirm nor deny even a bear. That's that's fair, buddy. I also want to point out the kind of place that Natalie's in, uh, that costs like 10 grand a week at minimum. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she's in a very, very fancy rehab. It's on the high end of this, but it cuts back to 1996 and we meet Natalie, young Natalie rather, uh, drink and by the Steve, do you recognize her? No. Her name is Sophie Thatcher. Thatcher. Sophie she was Thatcher. in um, Book of Boba Fett, I think. The, you remember oh, the. She's the redheaded speeder bike. The girl? colorful motorcycles that everybody, lo- all yeah. the Star Wars fans yeah. loved. Oh, she's how one of those. I forget that character. <laughs> she's one of those. <laughs> Whose name escapes me. <laughs> Honestly, thinks I, 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 me thinks. <laughs> me thinks I like them more because I had already seen Yellow Jackets. Mm. And I was like, hey, Natalie. But so maybe watch it again. You'll love it. Uh, but anyway, young Natalie drinking with friends, trying to buy drugs. We get that vibe. I got How one's name. One of his names was was Rich. I didn't catch the other guy's name though. So it's mm. Natalie Rich and question mark guy. Uh, and then was some Rich, like I love, was Rich the tall guy or the short? guy? I think he's the taller guy. Taller guy. I love this group of friends. Yes, okay. these are my favorite. These are like the people I hung out with the most. Yes, in same school. Yes. Minus the drugs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love the guy. This this crushed me. I was laughing so hard. He pulls up and is like, uh, I'm not a car guy, but it's like a two door thing. It's like a coupe. I know that Camaro. It's a muscle. Yeah. It's like a Camaro. It's it's a nice like sports car in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, show us your tits. And then (laughs) Natalie's friends, like, if you really want to see them and he, (laughs) he like, uh, he 
does the, the truffle do, shuffle? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad that's where you were going because if you what if you weren't, you were like, what? No. I was trying to think of the the character's name. Uh, yeah, he did the truffle shuffle. Yeah, I just and it's such a. 90s jock response like oh male titties <laughs> i'm gonna kick your ass I was, I was talking about her uh and I'm then think about that later <laughs> <laughs> natalie throw better Nat not awaken anything in me <laughs> i'm gonna hate episode three of the last of us in 20 years <laughs> it's gonna make me feel things again oh no <laughs> yeah she um, throws a bottle at their car as they drive away yeah natalie they're gonna kick our ass it's like not a thing can't catch us but they're, they're like, in a car yeah she's also a soccer player and they're clearly like not, not athletic, athletic yeah grunge boys just like, yeah. Just like yeah, so, I, mean, yeah well. I wonder what happened there because it, it cuts away we don't get yeah. to see what happens but. i like to think rich got his ass beat <laughs> but, he's, but he doesn't have like a black guy or anything later on yeah, yeah. but that would have been funny if like later on in the party one of them has a black guy like oh he didn't get well, away well that's, that's what I was going to say is they were all they were at the party so mm -hmm. you know they clearly there wasn't yeah because Natalie was thinking, I don't have to be, I just have to be faster, not the slowest. That's <laughs> right. her only goal, right? And yeah. I know I'm not. Um, That's how some people survive the zombie apocalypse. You just don't want to be the slowest person in exactly. the room. Yeah. You don't have exactly. to be the fastest, you just don't want to be the slowest. And then it cuts to the locker room uh, of the, the Yellow Jackets team singing and dancing. You're going to rap for us? So many, the shoop. Shoot, pepper. Shoot, shoot, um Steve did it for me. He stole my spot. Um I was a high school athlete. So I, when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, that immediately brought back so many memories. And I loved it. Even though it was a very small, short portion, I just was like, yeah, that's exactly what me and my teammates would do in the locker room. Was there a lot of salt and pepper in the locker room? Um, not salt and pepper, more like Ying Ying twins. Uh, no. <laughs> oh. Uh, like Far East mm. Movement, maybe okay. Katy Perry, you know, typical 2012, 2016. Are, you gonna, are they going to hear you roar? <laughs> <laughs> Later uh, on. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Again, you guys keep taking all the high, all the moments from me, but no. But yeah, it well, was. I loved that scene. It was so fun. Mm -hmm. This one's a little salt and pepper, and yeah. they, they're all having a good time though. They they seem to be really close, united. They're all excited to go to nationals, and this is before practice. Um, and then um, Jackie's giving a pep talk, I think, to Allie, Allie, um, who's a freshman who really wants to go to prom, but now she has to go to nationals and play instead. Yep. Right? Is that the vibe? Yep. So she's trying to give her a pep talk about that. Um, and Van, who goes Vanessa, who goes by Van, tries to chime. Uh, chime in and, and cheer her up as well. But then Allie's really rude to her. And it's like, well, nobody asked you to prom. So why would you care? Um, but Van takes it well. I felt like, yeah, yeah. she was like, okay, you're done. Oh, what yeah. a, you're done. Allie was you being a little B. Yeah. Yeah. You'll yeah, grow Allie, up. Allie, Allie's a, trying to help her. Allie's a bitch. That would have hurt my feelings for like six weeks. <laughs> Get him, Madison. He's a bitch. <laughs> Off the chain. Yeah. <laughs> and Lottie even says, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, karma catches up quickly with mm, <laughs> probably, yeah. probably too harshly yeah. with Alice. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Hey, silver but, lining, she can still go to prom now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't in know. In a wheelchair. <laughs> or at least a really like leg cast, whole leg cast. Yeah. yeah. Have those. Regina yeah. Georgia, show up in a, a back brace and <laughs> <laughs> embrace it. <laughs> yeah. Get it? And try to make fetch happen. Uh -huh. <laughs> so then, uh, and then 
Jackie gets called away by the coach uh, and he sits her down and he gives her like the worst pep talk of all time. Like, you're not the yeah. best player. You're not the fastest. You're not the smartest. You're probably the worst with money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he sells her all kinds you're of shit. You're not very smart. <laughs> you don't know how to change a flat tire. Unlike Allie, nobody asked you to prom. However, uh, you are, you do have the most influence. Like she, he tells her why she's the captain. Like she's, uh, you know, you're here to lead these people, guide them, corral them, if you will. Mm-hmm. Not because you're the strongest and best, which I actually thought ended up being a good speech. You know what I mean? In a weird way. Cause In like a it, weird way. That makes sense for le- my idea of like true leadership is like that. Because when I was like, when I was running the pizza shop, but way back in the day, I used to tell my crew that like, you guys are all better than me at every individual thing. Like you can roll dough faster. You can slap pizzas better. Like you're mm-hmm. better at whatever the fuck else we did back then. Uh, but like my job is to know who is the best in each area. And like, I'm really good at that. That's my mm-hmm. thing. Right. And, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense for like what a leader is it probably. For, I've never been on a sports team. So I, that was me like comparing it to my restaurant experience. Like, yeah, that's what leaders do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, when I, and I feel like it was a, it was a continuous theme of Jackie trying to be a leader in several situations in this episode. Yeah. And I always felt like she came, like she fell a little short. That's I, I agree with you. Yeah. And so I, I don't know if it's necessarily the speech has anything to do with it or if it's, she just lacks this natural ability to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Cause the show does kind of paint her as someone who's not very strong in that role. Mm-hmm. Um, like she kind of half succeeds a few times at this leadership thing, but fails epically or has a false start. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind she of, she doesn't truly know her teammates I, as well. Yes. True. Um, I don't, Go ahead. I was going to say, like, as someone who doesn't know where the show is going, I thought the lack of a adult uh, Jackie was like, oh, so she's the glue that's just barely keeping everybody together and something's going to happen to her. And without her, everyone's going to fall into infighting. And mm-hmm. that's what happens on the on the snowy mountaintop. Right. I don't know if that's the case, but that's what I was getting from sure. her leadership role in this episode. Yeah, it's a it's a fair assessment of the information you have, mm. Mr. Steve. But it's probably completely wrong. I don't know. Well, I think also, too, because you said or maybe Steve, you said this. She doesn't know her players or her teammates very well. I think it's just her lack of trying to get to know or try to understand these people. I think she's too caught up in herself. Yeah, she's self-absorbed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I think can also be very telling in her relationship with Shauna as we get further into the episode. Sure. I think it's very insightful. Um, so yeah, he, he basically tells her she's the influencer, which doesn't exist yet, but that's a really good role for her to have in the future. Lots of free stuff from Instagram. Um, and then we cut to the, we cut to the pep rally and this is when the boys get no applause and the, the, even the staff kind of, okay, good job. Push them off. And then the yellow jackets, the New Jersey state champions buzz, run out, buzz, 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 buzz baby. And mm-hmm. what song, buzz. what song was during that? Oh, I wrote them all down for later just to list. I it don't was, know. It was Good Vibrations. Marky Mark. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Classic. Classic. Whatever did happen to those Wahlbergs? I thought they were going to go somewhere. Oh, they make burgers now. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. Locally. The Wahlbergers. Uh, have you ever had one? Yeah, they're Either terrible. I've not had one, no. Are they? They're terrible. Really? That makes me sad. <laughs> I love a good burger. It's like you have burger in your name and you can't even do... You know, yeah. the, the one thing. Hey, yeah, guys, we need to get together and make some burgers. That's what we gotta do. We don't do the wrapping thing anymore. I, we gotta take an interest in burgers. Well, they could still, they could build brick walls. Are you telling me that this is a transformer? What a Pac-Man car. That's my marking mark. I like it. But you see Misty during that scene just going absolutely ape shit. She's so, so excited. excited. She's so excited. She puts excited. the pep and pep rally. Yeah, she at does. Misty. Yeah. 
um, played by Samantha Hanratty, I think is how you pronounce that, mm-hmm. um, who I love. I think she's incredible. Like the, the spiritual core of this show and how wild it is, I think is Samantha Hanratty, mm-hmm. um, mixed with a healthy dose of, of my queen, Christina Ricci, of course, yeah. but just the character of Misty, I think is what, um, takes this show from like a nine to a 10. Uh, and I had never no experience with Samantha before this because I didn't watch mm-hmm. Shameless. She had a pretty like later season character on okay. Shameless, but I stopped watching Shameless after like season yeah. five or so. I, four. Yeah, I I fell off it after like season six, but this was my first experience with with this actress. And yeah, I I loved her. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Yeah. Um. So it cuts back to 2021, and we see Shauna watching some like Jeopardy type shit, um, and answering a question correctly. And then the person on the TV Paradise Lost. does not get it. And she's like, dumb bitch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is a really endearing scene for me because I'm an arrogant piece of shit as well. Like I don't iron, but if I did, this is how I would do it. Making fun of Just other people. Just burn it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> That's why I don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but then that leads to a Senate campaign ad for uh, yes. Taisa. Mm-hmm. Taisa Turner. Taisa running for Senate. And then it State cuts. Senate. Cuts to Taisa and her family um, having some kind of PR session, getting photos taken. Um, kids not having it. Uh, he needs some some Miss Rachel to keep him occupied for <laughs> there sure. There it is. Yes. There it is. There's the reference. <laughs> I told you I'd plug it. Um, and then even the photographer hints, though, like that they're people don't know much about what happened to them while they were stranded. Uh, but what there is, is rumors of bad things. Right. So yeah. not that I believe any of those nasty stories. He just drops that in there. Uh, and, and Tysa gets very uncomfortable, uh, and says, let's just focus on the present. Right. And shit. Like he gives one of those political Sound quotes. Soundbite. Yeah. Yeah. And what I noticed too, is there's, there's clear tension between Taisha and her wife. Yeah. In in a sense, I don't know if she just was uncomfortable being at the shoot. Like it's not, you know, she's not in, she's not used to the, the attention. Yeah. Of, it's not her vibe. Yeah. I have to agree with that. Also the photographer called her queer Kamala. I know. Like, why would uh, he say wanna, that to her? That's mean. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. I don't I, know that it's mean he calling her a cop. Just toned down. <laughs> 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 that's inf- that's yeah, offensive. <laughs> I, I took note of that as well. I just was like, you know, I'm not a woman of color, but I, I could imagine not being very pleased mm-hmm. with that comparison. I yeah. can imagine it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it cuts back to 1996 timeline. Um, and they're, they're all in a circle on the, on the pitch. I believe it's called a pitch and they're talking about Allie and how mu- how bad she sucked in the previous game. And this is the girl that wanted to go to prom the freshman. She choked. So they start talking about freezing her out, just never giving her the ball, not giving her an opportunity to fuck the game up. And everybody, but Natalie is at least somewhat on board with this plan. Mm-hmm. And Jackie's not present for this. Right. Um, so Natalie storms off. Wasn't, uh, Lottie wasn't super into it either. I think. Yeah. But they'll fall in line with the herd. Yeah. Is what it seemed like to me. It seems like um, Natalie Ty, was definitely like not. Natalie was it. definitely like, no, I don't want. Let, that's we're being assholes if we do and that. Shauna was hesitant. Shauna, I think, was why, how, you know, yeah. like what are you know what? How do we do that? Why, whatever. And then Lottie, Lottie doesn't seem comfortable with it. Right. I, I think she verbalized that she doesn't seem okay. comfortable with the decision. Lottie, short for Charlotte, I realized for the first time ever. Yeah. Did Which, you not know oh, that? Interesting. I mean, sure, it's a common name and everybody knows that. I'm just being honest. I was oh, living wow. my truth. Oh, wow. I always thought you called that people Charlotte Charlie. I'm sure you could. It's you like can. a There's, it's like a it's Richard a, Rich Dick situation. It's a twofer. You can use both. Or like Bob and Rob. Yeah, because my dad's name is Robert, but people call him Bob. Yeah, but they could call him Rob. 
They could. Actually, I, I think to. they could call him Alan. Quick. <laughs> it's just, if, no, you can do whatever you want. Literally, well, my, I call my brother's him. name is Robert, but he's called Alan. He's his middle name, Alan? No. Interesting. Okay. Well, unlike Steve's unique friend here, that's the that's usually yeah, Lottie, Char- Charlotte. It can be Lottie or Charlie. Yeah. My name's Chris. I go by Eugene. That's right. You heard me. <laughs> Just like Madison can be Maddie or you know Mad. Yeah. Which anybody call you Mad? Other than when you're angry. <laughs> yeah. No. I Madison's pretty pretty standard for me. Mm-hmm. I don't like my my best friend's name is Maddie. Anybody so. call you Son? The other is son like a lottie. <laughs> Come yeah. We can start that now. Hey, son. Oh my god. What up, is it? Back on the pot, it's son. Well, this is my one only episode for this series. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't blame you. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. You know, times are tough. We just got through COVID, right? Everybody's been stuck in their homes for years. We're readdressing life itself. We don't know what's going on. We know that we need to get to the gym. I know I do. I know I need to eat healthy. I got to take vitamins. I got to take minerals. I got to go get a physical every six months or so. Sometimes I do it every two or three years just to see what'll happen. But I know that I need to do it. But it's easy to sweep mental health under the rug. It's the only illness that tells you that you don't have it. And it's really difficult to start looking into. You know, you got to drive. Where where do you find a therapist? Is there a therapist store? I don't know of one, but there is an app called BetterHelp that'll help link you with a therapist to suit all of your needs. You can shop through hundreds, nay, thousands of different therapists and find one that helps you get through the day, that helps you address the problems that you're having. And if at any time you feel like they're not, you can easily switch therapists or stop at any time. Mental health has never been easier to access than it is with BetterHelp. Our own host, Steve, has been using it ever since we started being sponsored by BetterHelp, and he says that it has helped him immensely. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash streaming things. So yeah, they're talking about freezing her out and, uh, and, and Taisa is very insistent. She's the insistent one. She's leading this charge, right? So it cuts to practice. Um, coach Scott, which is like the assistant coach, I believe. And Misty are standing at the front. Laura Lee, good old Laura Lee wants a quick prayer. And coach Scott's like, Laura Lee, it's just a, it's just a scrimmage. It's just a practice. We don't need to pray. And she's like, uh, you know what? Go ahead and pray. So she leaves <laughs> oh, the well, team. Oh, well, good thing I'm practicing my faith. Yeah. <laughs> Gives her a good practice prayer. <laughs> Oh my goodness. (laughs) So then the practice happens and Taisa ends up uh, really, she switches teams on purpose, on purpose um, to the, to the red shirts and uh, decides to, to motivate Allie quote unquote, right. Like giving her a harder time Mm -hmm. um, and ends up giving her a a compound fracture, like the fucking bones sticking out of her leg. Her shin. Yeah. Shin pad did not help. It was tough. And you know, soccer is a rough sport. There's a it lot is of kicking. A rough sport. I played soccer for many years. So what was I your didn't... take on, because Taisa kind of walks up a little horrified looking at what she's done. And she seems shell shocked afterward in the locker room. But what's your take on her intentions here? I don't think she meant to break her leg. I don't think she truly meant that. She wanted to roughhouse her for sure. But there's a little bit when she kind of, shoulders her or something and mm-hmm. she's like this is the game and then yeah. Allie gets away from her and yeah, she like, was oh, actually doing finally it. she did it mm-hmm. yeah so it, would, it wouldn't make sense I don't, I don't think it makes sense for her to be like oh finally she's actually doing what I want her to do let me break her leg sure um I think she was just 
playing and just truly accidentally snapped her leg. Or if she did mean to hurt her, she didn't mean to hurt her that bad. Cause I think, I think kids, when you're young, you've done something that maybe oh, yeah. you never intended it to be that bad. And you do yeah. have that look like, oh no, this got out of hand. I didn't want this. Yes. Not like this. Like I can remember, <laughs> I have a temper, especially as a kid. And I can remember like pushing people off the slide and stuff like that. And then, you know, they long live the king. <laughs> I wasn't like a bully. I was like the picked on kid that would snap. Yeah. Um, but then it's that exact feeling that you're talking about. Like, it's like, yeah. they're going to get up and then respect me now. But instead they like hit their head against the pole well, and I think, scream. And you're like, Oh, I'm in trouble. I think it's like when you're a kid and you get angry, it's like, you don't really know how to compartmentalize that anger. And yeah. so the only way that you know how to like express it is through Violent, physical violence, unfortunately. Sure. Violence. Um, but my take on that, and I don't know if this is jading because I've seen the whole show, but I think it was, I think there's two sides to Taisha. And I think one part of her really did want to hurt her. And I think another part didn't. And was I was shocked at her own actions. Yeah. And so I think, I think because we have now this idea of her violence, or at least we know the level of to what her violence can be. Mm. It's kind of like, Maybe she did intentionally mean to do it or she didn't think that she intentionally meant to do it. I don't sure. Know. I understand what you're saying. I think she's conflicted. She's a, a complex character, but it, it, it shows the audience that she's capable of yeah. stuff that even she doesn't think but she's capable without, of. I think if I going back to my first time watching this, I think my initial thought was she did not intentionally mean to, to hurt her. Right. And what I love about this scene is my girl, Misty <sighs> runs up immediately. Got to put pressure on it and just oh. pushes on the snapped bone. And they're like, M Misty, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I love which, it so much. Which, And I don't know if it's just, there's always that one person, but I do remember in high school having, there was that one person that we were just all like, you really had to fucking go there. You really had to fucking do that. Like, I don't know. I there just, was a Misty. Yeah, a little bit. Not necessarily like team manager, but there was definitely somebody that would be like. They're over eager. Maybe they don't quite yeah. know socially what's going yeah. on. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. Every group I feel or like. Or it was just, that. and I don't know if this was just <laughs> women. It was me. I don't know if it was just women culture in high school sports or maybe it's just specifically the team I played on, but there was always like the team always knew this one person. We were like the tag along or sure. I don't know. Yeah. But. Guys have those two. Okay. In okay. the, in the yeah. guy's world, those guys pee at the urinals with their urinals, with their, with their pants around their ankles, which is really awkward oh. for the rest of us. Okay. You know, that guy. I was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I shared a story like that on the discord a couple days ago. Really? Yeah. It wasn't sports related, but <laughs> I bet it was, a, it was shorts going around the ankles related. Were you really the shorts and the ankles guy? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't want to, you know, Thank God. <laughs> but yeah, that's a thing. And then when, when you're, you know, I'm learning so much, you go in the guy's bathroom, you're like, what's up, what's up man? <laughs> what are you doing? That's, not the, like, that's it, not the strategy. There's, the <laughs> there's three stalls and you're at the far end one and he stands in the middle one right by you. Yes. Yeah. Every time. Mm. Anyway, but there's no, no, not there's, even stalls. There's, there's an open, open there's ass. A really weird, there's a really weird, weird locker room. I might've shared this on the uh, pod before, but there's a, the weirdest locker room interaction I ever had in like a men's locker room in high school was there's this guy, he was, he was a Misty, right? He was, right? A, he was a little off, nice enough sure. dude, but socially awkward. Um, and Red I, Dawn. Red Dawn. It wasn't that one guy. Uh, <laughs> but no, we were doing swimming. So we had a pool at our school and yeah. we were back in the locker room changing and 
out of the corner of my eye, I like I'm on the bench, sitting on the bench, like oh, tying my shoes. I remember this. Out of the corner of my eye, I see his shoe on the bench as well. Like he's like doing like a Captain Morgan pose to tie his shoes. Oh no. And he starts talking to me and I see out of the corner of my eye, he's tying his shoes. So I'm like, oh, let me see what this guy wants. I look over and he's like <laughs> Donald Duck in it. He's got like shirt, nothing, shoes. <laughs> Donald Duck in it. <laughs> That is traumatizing. And I, and I was just like, Gah. and I was like, dude, you put your shoes on before your pants <laughs> or undies. Oh, Weird choice. <laughs> but and this was in high school. Yeah. Lord. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I love that for you, Steve. I'm so sorry. House that's, therapy. That's my first penis. No, <laughs> <laughs> House therapy for you. Is it, uh, is it treating you well? well? Better, better help is there for us when we need to be a better person. <laughs> when we want to solve some problems, better oh, help is man. there. It'll get you there. It'll get you there. There you go. That's our, that's our, that's the copy they told us to say. But yeah, Misty trying to be helpful isn't so helpful in that moment. But like the there's something, shin. there's something charming about her too, even though like yeah. psychotic, but charming, like, uh, and maybe it's just how good Christina Ricci and, and, and Sammy Hanratty are. But, uh, and then Jackie gives a weak pep talk yep. that nobody really responds that well to Natalie storms off for the second time. It cuts back to 2021. Uh, we, this is when we meet Shauna's daughter, Callie, and mm -hmm. she comes in she's texting and not paying attention to her mom and then gives her shit about the meatloaf. Um, Callie's like, Oh, I got plans tonight. Anyway, I'm not eating, I'm not eating that. And then Kyle shows up again. Of course, his name's Kyle, uh, kind of flirts with, um, uh, Shauna. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Like, Shipman. Hey, like, hey, looking, looking good. Looking, or looking, what is she, what is he say? He says something highly inappropriate. He doesn't like, say looking good. Looking hot or something. Yeah, I think it's looking hot. I was going to say he said looking sexy, but I'm like, mm, nope. I don't She's like, I was just looking at your picture, Kyle. What's up? And then <laughs> Kyle and Callie leave. Cuts back to 1996. And it's Shauna and Jackie prepping for the party. And they're all like finding something to wear. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and Jackie tries to hook her up with a guy named Randy Walsh. And Shauna's getting really upset. Like, she's picking out my clothes for me. She doesn't like anything yeah. I'm wearing. I would be messed up if she tried to hook me up with Randy Walsh. Yeah, too. Randy Walsh, when we meet him, it's He's like, what dud. the fuck's wrong with Jackie? That like, what a, a shitty dud. friend. Like, I thought you were friends. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, trying to hook her up with that. Keeps trying to get her to wear the red boob dress, which I think she ends up wearing. She she's in a red dress. Yeah, she has a jean jacket yeah, over she, it. Though. Yeah. Oh, she's. So it's not as much boobage. Yeah, she did it her own way. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Very nice. Which I feel like at this point, that's that particular scene is very telling about both of their relation, about their relationship. Yeah. The fact that, you know, Shauna Jackie, obviously loves Jackie, right? Right. Is, is that a thing I'm getting? Like she romantically she romantically is interested in Jackie. Oh, I've never interpreted that. Uh, I don't think so. Because there's a couple longing gazes like at the. Like I even wrote at the pep rally, like, what did I write? As like uh, oh. something going on between Jackie and Shauna. Um, and then there's a couple other like, I think what moments. you were picking up on is the guilt that you weren't aware she had uh, yeah. until the end it. of the episode. Okay. Yeah. And so, and we can, that guilt is coming up. We realize what she's guilty about, but I think, I don't know. You, you just get a sense that Jackie is kind of controlling a little bit with yeah. Shauna and Shauna is like, I think, cause I don't know if there's any pretext to how long they've been friends, but it sounds like to me that maybe Shauna is now realizing that, you know, she's, she doesn't have to listen to Jackie. And now Jackie has been so used to like telling Shauna what to do. And so maybe Shauna is trying to, I don't, I don't want to say get back, but there's definitely this tension of like, I'm going to be my own person and Jackie's not going to tell me how to be 
you know, what yeah. she wants me to be. Like Jackie's like, you're always there for me. And, and it looks on the outside, like Shauna's a terrible person because she's sleeping with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually find out in a brilliant way through the the mix of 2021 and 1996, it's just an offhanded line, but Jackie's like, Oh, I'm so excited to go to Rutgers and be in the same dorm room as you. And then in the future we say, Hey, you got an early admission to Brown is what the re- reporter said, which is, so Shauna's already planning on, she's not going to the college that Jackie thinks she's going mm-hmm. to. I mean, she's lying to her every which way. Yeah. I didn't um, even pick up on that actually. And she feels what like she's she, outgrown her best friend and does, it's awkward. Does she look at the acceptance letter from at the end of Brown this episode? Yeah, yeah. It like confirms it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's about to break Jackie's heart and, and, in every way, but Jackie's like constantly talking about how she, Jeff's a dud. I just don't want to go to college single. I'm not in mm-hmm. love with him. And I just don't want to be a virgin anymore. And Shauna actually has feelings for him probably. And Jackie seems like the type that's always gotten her way. She's the princess. Is she married yeah. to him in the future? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. I saw his mm-hmm. photo in the background. I'm like, that guy looks like he could be a Jeff. Yeah. The family it photos reveal when she's going to the safe. It's really well done. It's like, that's fucking Jeff. You know, <laughs> he said, that's Jeff. That's, yes. that's not G off. That's, that's Jeff. That's Jeff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they're prepping for the party. They end up, she ends up wearing the boob dress. So she does give in to Jackie. They go to the field party, good old fashioned field party. Uh, and Natalie and Rich and thems. I don't remember his last name, the other guy's name. Yeah. But they, they do get the, the LSD. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, baby. Uh, and I love the guy's line. He's just a stoner. He's like, don't you have to go to like the Olympics or something tomorrow? <laughs> She's like, yes. She's like, yeah. And then puts, puts it in her mouth. Yeah. So. Takes a drop of hit acid like you do. Uh, we cut back to 2021. Natalie leaving the rehab. She gets a cab, tells him to take her to LAX, the red eye. How often um, do people from here go straight to a bar? Pretty often. You want to go? Uh, <laughs> nah, I got a red eye. <laughs> and we cut back to 1990. And the previous scene, I should say, with Natalie's character, her big speech to the other rehab occupants uh, were, you know, you got to find your purpose in life. That's that's what this is all about. Right. And so she's like, I finally feel like I've found my purpose again. We don't know what that is, It, but it seems like because it's a horror show, not good. Yeah. Like not yeah. a benevolent oh, thing later on where it's like, Ooh, something bad's happening <laughs> yes. here. So let me cut back to 1996 at the party. Shauna's watching Jeff longingly. We think right. Randy's in the back hitting the beer bong like a douche or being extra douchey about it. Not he the beer bong. I dedicate like- <laughs> this beer to you, my lady, <laughs> my lady. Uh, Very romantic. That's what every woman wants. Yeah. A beer burp. Mm-hmm. And then Shauna gets wasted, confronts Taisa about intentionally breaking Allie's leg. Um, and then the girls all start arguing. Randy's in the back, like the good guy that he is. Get um, and then Jackie calls a Yellow Jackets meeting and everybody surprisingly adheres to that. I know. <laughs> like, I was like, if, if I, I heard that at a party, I'd be like, the ag- fuck? Again, I've never been a part of a sport team, but I would have been like, not invited to the party, A, but B, <laughs> well, <laughs> definitely not going to the meeting. I mean, which one of y'all have gone to state? That's <laughs> not Just me. Just saying. Not I, I. Not me. That's the type of camarader- camaraderie Penitentiary? Oh, <laughs> oh, the uh, the meeting. Okay. Um, the sport thing. And then Jackie, in a really corny Dr. Philly way, decides to say, hey, how about we you just need say- You to feel good about your life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she used that accent, but then she says, we just need to say one nice true thing about each other. And Laura Lee, of course, God lover, volunteers to go first. And the one nice true thing she decides to start saying about every individual person is that God loves you or something You are like beautiful that. in the eyes of the, the Lord. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and they're like, all right, Laura Lee, enough from you on the second person. Uh, so the, Jackie goes first. She says- uh, I would hate to be around Laura Lee at all times <laughs> like it, she's way below misty uh in my i want to hang yeah. out with tier like she's what madison would call f tier 
Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When are we going to get the Madison ranking of the Yellow Jackets themselves? Oh. Or by I the could, end of season one, maybe? I could do that, yeah. I like that. I would we love that. that. Um, Shauna ends up apologizing to Thaisa. So Jackie's plan does work. And you know, that's what I mean about every now and then her leadership qualities do seem to be somewhat on display. Yeah. Um, and then, and Jackie asks Shauna is like, Hey, are we cool? Cause she's getting vibes from her. Right. Uh, like, Hey, you're my best friend ever of all time. BFFs. That term hasn't been invented yet, but if, when it is, I'm going to stick that, that labels for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Jackie or excuse me, Shauna kind of backs off and says, no, we're cool. Everything's fine not fucking Jeff or anything weird at all. <laughs> and uh, it cuts to Natalie tripping balls. And then we see Misty kind of creeping on the party, just off in the, almost in the woods. Just Is look- she? Yeah. Or was that Natalie's imagination? I feel like it was really Misty. Okay. Who wasn't invited and was just kind of in the woods watching them all. Like that seems like a very Misty thing. Like, mm-hmm. hi guys, just waiting on that phone call. Well, maybe that makes sense for the, I call it the departure montage when Misty's watching the, the rat suffer in the pool. Yeah. Maybe she's reminiscing on not being invited to the party. I like departure montage sums up that sequence very well. Um, we get a quick third timeline at this moment of creepy savages cooking the meat cannibals question mark, right? We can just assume they yep. were eating the the person with the necklace in the pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then back to 1996, Jeff and Jackie dropping Shauna off. And this is very sad for me because Jackie wants to be dropped off first because there's two sides to this, right? Because they have to pass Shauna's house to get to Jackie's, which Jeff points out. Uh, so Jackie's a very selfish. Like, you know how my parents are there. Like, I want to go home first. Right. But also trust Shauna to the ends of the earth mm-hmm. to be wasted with her, you know, probably buzzed boyfriend. Right. Uh, and we get that sweet wood paneled station wagon, which oh, is like yeah, both baby. both hideous and yeah. super cool looking at the same time. Yeah. Or am I the only one? Like I kind of want no, I one love station yeah. wagon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want one. If I see yeah. a station wagon that doesn't have the wood siding, it's like, what are you even doing? Like, just do a good old fashioned just get a regular car at that point. Harry and the Henderson's station wagon. Yeah. That's all I want yeah. out of my life. Um and then, those seats in the trunk that probably aren't safe. <laughs> <laughs> and Shauna tells Jeff to pull over and he's like, don't throw up in my car. And they start to make out and he says, I thought we weren't doing this again, which implies that they've they've had sex before. Oh, oh, you mean Jeff's a virgin? Definitely wink. not. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, we definitely aren't again. Uh, and then she climbs on top of him and says, uh, if you come inside me, I will raise the child out of spite and teach it to hunt you or something along those lines. And train it to become a killing machine that eventually hunts you down. Mm-hmm. Standard thing to say, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't have contraception, that's the line. Yeah. Tell me you love me. <laughs> I love this scene. It's very creepy and like not necessarily creepy, but it's, it's, there's something very kind of sad and off about it. Right. But like, tell me you love me. I won't hold you to it. It's haunting. I won't hold you to it. Yeah. I just, you know, and, and he's like, oh, okay. It's just like a sex thing. (laughs) Jeff's dumb. Yeah. Um, And it's, yeah, it says a lot about Shauna. Which then, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, does Shauna really like this guy? Like she ends up marrying him obviously, but then still I'm like, does she really love him? I'm confused too, because it seems like you could read it one way. I could, uh, I think it's the way I read it. The first time I watched it was just like, she's in love with him and she's trying to play it off. Like she just wants to hear that. So that's making the sex better for her, mm-hmm. but she also knows that would freak him out. So like, it's mm-hmm. okay if I just hear him say it, even though if I don't know, even if he, I know that he doesn't feel it, it's fine. It'll still do some work. Right. Where this time around, I'm like, I don't even know if she just like wants to be loved in general and like mm. Jeff's there and it's kind of like See, a revenge to Jackie thing that I, she's getting off on. I interpret it as the revenge on Jackie mm. and yeah, 
What were you going to say? Steve? I was so I think you guys you guys obviously have more context than I do for the rest of the show. But when I was watching it, I thought this was more in line with what I was thinking was that Shauna loves Jackie, and this was some like messed up way. Like, well, I can't be with her, but I can be with this guy. Maybe oh. break them up. Mm. Tell me you love me so that she could pretend like, oh, it's Jackie. But maybe I'm like putting too many like of my own dots and thoughts into that but that's what i was thinking in the moment but i think i think you guys obviously have a little bit more context than i do again it's i remember less than you would think for how much i love the show um but i do we do have some more context you think she was like pretending the d was a v she was getting some sort of pleasure in imagining being with jackie not jeff i mean he has a j name (laughs) same thing yeah i get it name (laughs) so then it cuts back to 2021 um and this is where shauna Kills the rabbit that's been eating her plants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see, again, Shauna's not to be fucked up with. on that thing? Have she's, you all seen a rabbit? She's, dude, she's trained. That's the, that's what we're supposed to get from this she's scene. She's savage. And she knows how to clean and prepare that meat, too. She's, she's washing off the blood in the sink, staring at herself in the mirror. And you're like, there's a lot more to this Shauna person than I thought there Which, was. Which, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I guess this is one of the Easter eggs. She has a bunch of rabbit statues on her windowsill in her kitchen. She does. Which I thought was interesting. She interesting. does indeed. It's like, do you feel guilty? So you surround yourself with the rabbits or? I want to see the rabbits, George. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we see those family photos that we were talking about earlier where it's, oh shit, Shauna's married to Jeff. She goes into the safe in the closet um, and she she has the reporter's card with her. She pulls out some old journals and stuff and a cell phone, calls somebody and we find out later it's Thaisa and says, we need to talk. Cut back to 96. Jackie is packing for the trip and this is the- Departure montage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jackie's packing for the trip. Natalie's uh, smoking out of the window of her trailer. Laura Lee, of course, praying. What else would she be doing? Lottie taking uh, some pills. Charlotte Lottie is taking medicine in a big room with a maid, which I don't remember knowing how rich Lottie was. Well, her dad paid for, paid the, for, jet. The, for, for the, the jet. Which I don't know if you guys caught wind of the medication that she was taking. I didn't. Uh, hold on. I have it written down somewhere. But Ibuprofen. <laughs> you be what? <laughs> so the, the medicine is... On the bottle says loxapine, but I think that is a royalty-free version of loxapine, which is an antipsychotic in treatment of schizophrenia. Okay, so Lottie is she's schizophrenic. Gonna, she's about to be without her pills, baby. Oh no! So, and I think it. What I really liked about this departure montage was there's so many visuals of in snippets of how these women were raised. Yes, clearly, you know. My big takeaway was Van. You know, yeah. she had to slap her mom to wake her up. She's clearly, you know, alcoholic, you know, deadbeat, deadbeat mom. Something. Um, but the the harsh slap and like shaking of the keys. Hey, you need to drive you, me to the airport. Yeah. Um, then, you know, Lottie is clearly par- absent parents, has a maid giving her, you know, breakfast, very luxurious dining room. Um, Lorely, very simple, you know, basic bedroom, but praying. Uh, and L- then Lottie and a pool, tiny, <laughs> Misty. 
Or Misty. Misty, Misty. Misty in a pool watching a rat suffer to swim. Like, obviously, slowly drowning. drowning. And it's like early watching morning. Watching it drown. But it's she like does. Super <laughs> early morning. This is how she began That's her, her breakfast. Day. Yeah. But she she That's does her this. breakfast. I'm going to go make breakfast and throw this rat in the pool. I don't know if you guys saw this, but she does the slight head tilt with a smirk. And I was like, oh, yeah. She's a fucking psychopath. It's I Sid from Toy it. Story. I love yeah. it. Yeah. But the one I thought was, again, really telling was Ty, uh, Taisha. They call her Ty. Mm -hmm. But as she's leaving, you know, her her mom was like, I can give you a ride. She's like, oh, I already got a ride. Self-sufficient. Yeah. And her dad says uh, the most important thing is to have fun. And I think you can tell by her reaction to that. She's just like, whatever. You fool. Yeah. What like, an F-tier like, thing to like, say. Yes. <laughs> in her mind. But like clearly, you know, expressing her competitive attitude that, you know, she's she's in it to win it. Like yes. she's not there to have fun. She she wants to be the best of the best when, you know. All that kind of stuff. And then cut to Shauna receiving the acceptance letter from Brown and very unexcitingly just shoves it in a little box. And it's just like, okay. I think she's hiding it. Sure. Like that's, that's her hidey place. Yeah, yeah. I haven't told anybody yet. I'm mm -hmm. actually going to an Ivy league school. I'm sure Rutgers is the decent means, school, I, but I, I get, I get the feeling that she's kept it there for a while. And so she was looking at it before she went on a trip. Like I'm awesome. I I'm got gonna, in here. I'm going to well, do this. I'll tell Jackie on this trip. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll tell Jackie. you know, mm -hmm. also I'm fucking oh. Jeff. Not a big deal. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> but also something else that I feel like we didn't really cover the coach a whole lot. We only saw him in that one scene with yes. Jackie, but there is a little, you know, nod to him departing from, you know, his wife and he's bringing his two sons with him. Mm -hmm. But which Javi is the youngest one, right? I believe so. And then Travis is the older mm -hmm. one. And, uh, which, you know, this is the first time we're meeting them. Um, mm -hmm. but his wife gives her, gives him the, like, you know, a little hesitant. He tries to kiss her, kiss her on the cheek and, you know, she kind of moves away from him. So you, you see that there's some tension between. Yeah. I love how much the show, it, 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 it goes out of its way to, you've you got a huge ensemble cast and it mm -hmm. goes out of its cast and it goes out of its way to characterize each and every one pretty deeply. Like there's a lot of subtext to every relationship. Yep. Um, really neat. Um, so they board the plane. Uh, Lottie's dad, like we said, paid for the private jet. Um, and then Travis what doesn't want Javi to sit with him. And he says a very 90s thing. It was almost an Easter egg. It was so 90s. No, -uh, butt munch. Like, like <laughs> butt I haven't been munch. called. I haven't been called butt munch since Y2K, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Um, and then, yeah, we, that's when we meet Javi. Uh, the captain's on the speaker, basically just foreshadowing, you know. Uh, there's going to be some pretty big storms up ahead. We're going to go much farther north than you might think we should to go to Seattle. Some people would say it's not safe, but here at the airline, we just want to hope that you get there at a speedy pace. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Jackie gives Shauna some Valium being a very good friend. I know you get stressed on flights. I got you two of these bad boys and this is that name brand shit. Um, you see the size of my house. You were sitting outside of it waiting on Jeff, you know, mm -hmm. and then Jackie gives uh, Jackie gives Shauna the necklace, which we talked about earlier, which, which is like a big moment that I really enjoy. And then quickly back to 2021, we see Shauna sitting in a cafe. It goes back to 1996. We see the Valium kicking in, uh, getting a little wonky donkey there. And back to 2021, it's Thaisa meeting with Shauna in the cafe. She slides the business card over there, chastising her for being in the public eye. Like, hey, you're running for like major office. You're on TV and shit. Yeah, what are you I doing? She, I thought she was calling the reporter. No, she called Ty. Mm hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't even think about that being mm. what. Yeah, because like, she was looking at the car, the business card. We need to her. talk. We need to talk. I thought uh, she nice. was meeting her. And then Ty shows up like, oh, nice. intrigue. Yeah. So there's already like some uh, conspiracy there. Like it's hinting at 
they know some crazy shit went, went down. We agreed to not talk about it. Not only say what we have to. Um, and she's like, where's Natalie? She's like, she's in rehab again. Right. No sign of the others. Nothing crazy. Right. So cool mystery stuff. Cut to Natalie in the modern day, modern day, open in a storage bin. It's got a car in it. And it's the kind of car where, where the engine typically is, is the trunk. I just think that's interesting. Again, not a car Euro- guy. European car. I is that believe. what it is? The I, Europe's do that? I think so. Inset, y'all are crazy for that. And there's a gun, <laughs> there's a gun in it, a big hunting rifle. Uh, Dave, the manager pops out just being nosy. Like you imagine the guy who runs a storage bin business would be just mm-hmm. like, I stare at that door all day. Never seen a lady. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's like, yeah, I'm just here to see old friends. And she says it menacingly yeah. after having looked at the gun, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, cut back to the cannibal savage timeline. And we see the deer antler with chainmail person is the leader and they nod so everyone else can eat. Um, and we cut to modern day Misty working in a nursing home. And I know I'm going fast because we're running out of time, but this is a huge part of Misty's character. Yep. She's willing to torture an old lady just for mildly pissing her off, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's another Don't fuck with me. It's another rat in a pool for her. Yep. Gloria peed the bed again and then throws the food. So she takes away her morphine. Like, oh, you're going to have a miserable night because you fucked with me. Have fun. And I'm not cleaning that up. Yep. Uh, we also see something that I thought was really important when she says hi to the other shift of workers coming in. They're like, hi, Misty. Like they clearly yeah. hate her as well. Like nothing has changed since high school. Yep. She gives off that same I love vibe. how they give that that rat's nest of a ha- of hair to uh, Christina Ricci. <laughs> Christina. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, you can't hide the fact that that's Christina Ricci. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Uh, Which fun the- fact, did you guys know she was pregnant this whole first season? When she filmed? I did not. I did not. Yeah, Good she for was, her. She was pregnant the whole time. Wow. Filming this. Um, and we do see Natalie, though, watching Misty mm-hmm. from her uh, European vehicle. And, uh, There's a rifle to, in that vehicle. There is. There is. There is. Just want to remind you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, in fact, to the Savage timeline, we see that Misty is like the Wookiee. Um, Wookie. Or I should say the presenter of the the meat tray. Yes. That's what the, I interpret it as. The meat presenter. But she's got like the bear. So out, she like the bit. Mr. Shmee to a Captain Hook? I guess. Like in this cannibal tribe? <laughs> I guess. Okay. It's what it seemed like. Yeah. Um, and then they eat, which is presumably a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then back to 2021, we see snippets of Shauna's journals. She's going, you know, reminiscing. Um, and then they found us yet. Where are we? Yeah. And we cut back to 96, the plane crash or what of it that we get. Laura Lee, of course, praying on the plane. There's always one girl that didn't fasten her fucking seatbelt. She's bouncing around the cabin. Um, fucking rolling around. The only reason I, your seat, JV. The only reason I say that <laughs> is. Rookie mistake, man. I just watched the new Gerard Butler action movie, Plane last okay. night. Oh God. And there's always a guy that's like, doesn't fasten the seatbelt during the turbulence. Like, oh, I dropped my phone. Like what you- <laughs> when you hear that noise, you put the seatbelt on. <laughs> I just keep mine on. Am I the only one the entire flight? Yeah. Unless yeah, I got to pee. I'm definitely yeah. not pooping on a plane. I don't care what happens. <laughs> it's going to suck gonna- you out. <laughs> you just shit your pants when the plane crashes. My colon doesn't, the TMI, I know, but I'm an overshare. It doesn't work unless I'm at home or somewhere I'm, I've gotta, been frequently. You got to light some candles, put on some sting. That's yeah, how you I'm can the poop. guy that's like, yeah, I can be gone for 18 hours. And as soon as I walk in my front door, is oh. You know, but it's not going to happen out and about. Um, Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. I thought you should know that if we're going to do this thing for the next 12 weeks or so. You guys want to hear how I poop? (laughs) (laughs) And that brings us to the end of the episode. And it's time for our our Eggies. Is there a question? I have a question for you guys really quickly. I know we're out of time. Uh, Which character of these women 
that we have, young girls that we have. Taisa Turner, Laura Lee, Vanessa Palmer, known as Van, Natalie, Lottie, Misty, and Shauna Shipman. Uh, I've noticed they each kind of have their own unique personality. Who do you think you would be if you were in this crew? Uh, probably Lottie. That's what I, I was going to say. I want to say Natalie, but probably Lottie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Vanessa. I don't know much about Vanessa yet, I think, so maybe her. I don't know. I don't I don't have schizophrenia, so I can't say I'm Lottie, but uh <laughs> I don't think I was as cool as that in high school, but I definitely think in terms of like the decision between when they were having the powwow about what to do with Allie, I think I would have been the Lottie in that situation. Yeah. Like I don't think I could show necessarily how angry Natalie was, but and I wouldn't be supportive of it either, but mm-hmm. yeah. So I th- I would say Lottie probably. About you, I gotta go with Natalie. Um, okay. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I was all band T-shirts I mean, and sharpie fingernails, so, ponytail. Yeah. Learned that. Mm-hmm. Lots of drugs. I got sober at twenty-three, so it's pretty young. So you know, high school didn't go great. Mm-hmm. I graduated with a four but just a lot of drugs. Because it turns out public school, that's easy to do. <laughs> All right, he can read. And he's really high. but um, And I'm not as cool as Natalie. But yeah, I was just thinking like, I wonder who Steve identifies with in this friend group in Madison. Mm-hmm. So I just thought it'd be a neat question. That's a fun question. Let's um, see how that changes over the course of the show. No, yeah. no changes. No backsies. No, no backsies. <laughs> well, Dang shit. It. And if your character dies, you have to leave the pod. Um, and then we get to. <laughs> Actually, I identify as Misty. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so let's go through some Easter eggs, the little things that we found. We'll just fire them off rapid fire. Steve, you start, then it'll go to Madison and we'll go until none of us have any left. Well, I feel like we're just going to trade musical numbers back and forth. For the most part. It starts off with Today by the Smashing Pumpkins. Today. Yep. Yep. You're up. Um, the man at the beginning uh, one of the people that the reporter was talking to was Randy. I don't know if you caught that. I did oh, was not. It? Uh, so man at the beginning, he said, knew some of them pretty good back in the oh, day. Oh, that, that's the Randy. dude is like a gym coach or something. Yeah. Or he's like a he's like custodian. A that is Randy. Nice. Oh, Fucking man. Randy. I dedicated this belt he to comes, that sexy lady. He comes back. That's awesome. I did not know that. Um, one of, I think it's not rich, but the other guy, the guy that shows his tits has a beeper. I just thought it was worth mentioning. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Pager. Yep. Uh, we got uh supernova by Liz fair plays. Mm-hmm. Great song. Mm-hmm. Great song. Um, so at the very beginning, the opening scene, scene, the person that walks up to the ditch is wearing bright pink Converse. I don't know if that. I'm always down for some Converse. Yeah. They're, Will they're... that play in the, an episode later? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I don't know because I haven't seen the show. Um, I think it's, I think it's Lottie. It might be, somebody calls Allie Kelly Kapowski. Yes. Uh, from Saved by the Bell, of course. A little Saved by the Bell cut there. And they're not talking about the college years. They're talking about the original show. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's see. We get uh, we already met Madison earlier. You mentioned Informer by Snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wrote the Camaro down as a one because that's just such a that time period car. Yeah. Right? The guys, the ones the dudes are driving or the one that yeah, Natalie's driving? The okay. dickheads. Yeah. I don't know. I think she's got a Porsche, but I don't know. Cool. Cool. Uh, Madison. Um, Travis, when he's walking onto the plane, has a Walkman. My dude. Nice. Yes. My dude. Classic. Hope it doesn't skip. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, Rich is wearing a Marilyn Manson t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Much yep. more popular at that time. Still alive, of course. Uh, let's see. I'm going to bring up, uh, uh, th- uh, there's a fruit by the foot mention. Ooh, mm. what a good snack. She's, She's got, got miles, I got miles of it. it. I got miles of it. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of feet. 
That's what that is. That's a lot of um, Shauna has one of those multiple colored pens. I think it's called oh, a shiling pen. You where click the, each yeah. side down. Yeah. At, she's writing in, which I guess alludes to her, her diaries. Yeah. yeah. But she's writing in, writing in her journal before Jackie gets in the car. Awesome. Uh, there's a PJ Harvey song, which not going to lie. I don't know who that was. Yeah. Isn't that down by the water? But I Googled the lyric. It was PJ Harvey. Mm. I think song? it was down by the water. Which song was that? The one, the, the one before uh, the final song, the NXS song. Oh, okay. That was covered by whoever you said covered it. Um, I'm out of uh, Eggies. Well, the song that you mentioned earlier, Never Tears Apart by Paloma Faith. Uh, there was a Miss World by Hole. Yep, that was my last one. That was the whole song. That's... That, was, that was my last one, yeah. Mm -hmm. Damn. Uh, Let Me Find Out by Posneg, I think. is the. I didn't know the artist. I had to look that one up. And then I just thought of this when Jackie's walking to Shauna's car at the beginning of the episode, she has one of those, you could like, there's a pet and you could take care of it on this little circle. Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi? Yeah. I think that's what that was on her backpack. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what that was. Those are good times. So you got to feed it. it my beeps. Tamagotchi lived to the maximum amount I bought of one recently. I gave it to my son. He did not like it. It was a generational thing. Oh man. It was I like, would, cool. I want to get like, it. great. I got to take care of something. Guess what? It died. Thanks old man. <laughs> what are you going to get me next? Some taffy? He's playing his PlayStation 5 like, sweet. I never had one of those, but I think my generation's equivalent was probably Webkins. I don't know if you guys oh, yeah, are familiar Webkins. with yeah. Webkins. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and the last thing, I don't know if this is an Easter egg. I just, it was just another thing I noticed was, uh, Misty is always wearing cat outfits. She's always oh. got cat patterns. Like even her nurse's scrubs are cats. Interesting. Almost as if she's a predator. Huh? <gasps> That likes to play with her food. Her prey. Oh. Mm. I don't know why I'm doing this with my cord. <laughs> For the YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Which brings us to our top three favorite moments of the episode, um, numerating them down from three to one. Steve, start us off. What's your number three uh, favorite moment? My number three favorite moment is when the Yellow Jackets have a little powwow and they have to say a nice thing about each other. Uh, it was just kind of a fun little... Like from the joke with Laura Lee telling everyone they're beautiful in the eyes of the Lord to just the, the individual things that everyone thought about each other was nice. Like Laura Lee, your hair is shiny. Like <laughs> just that, that you could see the relationships really, really well. I thought that was a nice defining scene. Heck yeah. Madison, your number three. My number three is the opening sequence. I thought it was such, I just, I loved it. I thought it was really, really great. Set the tone pretty well. Um, yeah, that was my number three. Uh, my number three is the opening sequence as well with the whole drop in the pit. I mean, it's a, it's a cold open because of the snow, <laughs> um, but just really like, I'm sure Steve had never, not even knowing the context of what the show is about. And, and me, the first time I watched it, I was like, holy shit, what is this? There was a, a lot of stickies doing stabbies in that hole. Yeah, I didn't know there this was, was going to happen at all. That took a whole day to make. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure. Um, so yeah, just gets you right in, in, involved and invested and makes it kind of an atonal experience where you're just really intrigued on the edge of your seat, if you will. Steve, you're number two. My number two is Natalie and her gang uh, with the, the when the dickheads roll up in their Camaro. I'm I just so really, glad you mentioned that. That was just such a really fun, like that brought me back to high school, Yeah, personally. Like I, I remember hanging out with those kids and just I, that one guy was so lovable when they're like, show me your tits. And he's yeah. like, oh, I mean, if you want, and then he, he pulls up his shirt. Like I, was like, I like, I would hang out with this crew. I was really experiencing a lot of pain inside that I was about to delete the, the titties moment <laughs> from my top three. And so that you putting on there makes me feel so much better. Cause I truly do love that moment. Um, the titties. Yeah. It sounds like weird to shorten it that way, but <laughs> I love Madison, you're number two. Uh, my number two is finding out that, you know, Sean has been sleeping with Jeff in that scene. Um, I thought, you know, what that 
opens up the can of worms of their relationship and really exposes Shauna in yeah their relationship together. Like, oh, this is delish. I and then know. the way she does it too, like, tell yeah. me you love me. Tell me you love yeah. me. And then also if like, if you, if you come inside me, I will raise a murdering robot baby that will stop at nothing to kill you. Like you've thought about this. Yeah. That's fair. Put some thought into this. Yeah. It's fair. She, you know, she's owed that much at least. Yeah. I, mean, I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't want him to do that to me either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> he better pull out, huh, Steve? <laughs> Jeff, not again. Hey, Jeff, what are backs for? <laughs> <laughs> My number two moment is uh, the rabbit. When um, Shauna, as an adult, kills the rabbit. Uh, it's just such a cool way of showing that there's so much to this character. There's a lot of darkness to this character, but also like survival skills. Like it makes mm -hmm. her, I, that's one of my favorite, I know we're out of time, but that's one of my favorite things in movies. It's like the Clint Eastwood, Unforgiven, the John Wick, where it's like, does they have, do they have a particular set of skills that I'm not <laughs> yet privy to? That'd be really entertaining to watch. That's awesome. You mm -hmm. know, um, Anyway, so that's my number two is the rabbit. Steve, your favorite moment of episode one. Uh, my favorite moment, I think, says a lot about me, and I'm just discovering about that about myself, and I'm kind of concerned, but it's literally the scene where Christina Ricci is mean to an old woman. <laughs> <laughs> I know we kind of blo blazed through it in the recap because of time, but I loved it because she's just, I mean, A, it's Christina Ricci. I love her. She was in Casper. Uh, and, <laughs> and just the way she goes from like, hi, oh, are you being a trooper today? Oh. Oh, you, oh, you pissing your sheets. Oh, you're being mean to me. Don't fuck with me. Yeah, she, Happy Friday, ladies. Like that whole was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I am excited to see how awful of a person she is. I well, cannot like, wait. She's a psycho, but at the same time, like she's kind of a customer service hero in that moment as well, right? Sure. <laughs> True. <laughs> if, you, sure. if you picture Gloria, it's like- I don't like, know if I would put geriatric healthcare in the customer <laughs> service bin. You're such a Karen. Oh, you want your medicine. <laughs> I'm on break. You need it to live comfortably. <laughs> <laughs> That's my number one. Nice. Madison, you're number one. Uh, my number one, and we've talked about it a couple of times, but the departure montage, that whole section. Uh, yes. I just think it, it was- it really sets up a lot for these characters in the the future episodes. Awesome. So. Uh, my favorite moment is that fucking stupid necklace. And when Jackie gives it to Shauna, just because from a, like a writing perspective, I think that's such a brilliant way to be like, if you still thought this was predictable and you knew what the show was mm -hmm. going to be, but you're still entertained, check this out. And you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, Oh my God, I, now I have no basis for what the future might have. I don't know what's going on at all. I'm, I'm really unsettled. I'm going to, I have to watch episode two. It's just a brilliant move. Mm -hmm. Um, that's my favorite moment. So that brings us to our final segment, our favorite performance of the episode, Steve. Uh, well, I'm giving the inaugural Jailer Jackets favorite performance to Sophie Nelise. Is that how you pronounce her last name? She sure. plays Teen Shauna. Yeah. Uh, I thought she was the one in this episode that had the most to do in terms of like range of emotion. Mm -hmm. um, and and it, based off what you guys are saying, I'm totally on a roller coaster with this character. Like, oh, I thought I knew what was happening. Oh, wait, I don't. Oh, is she good? Oh, is she bad? Do I feel bad for her? Yes, I do. But should I? I'm really, <laughs> I'm really, really excited to see where it goes. And I, I think the actress really, you know, crushed that role. So I'm, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what she does. Awesome. Yeah. So I just want to say, I think all of these actors are doing yes. an amazing, oh, yeah, for sure. amazing job. And I feel like. I'm going to be a broken record when I say Melanie Linsky is my you. best That's performance. Well. Um, she, what I, what I love is there's so much mystery to how she's performing. You don't really know where you stand with her. I loved how she was able to be super 
rude slash mean to the reporter, but like have such like a soft voice with her daughter. I don't know. There was just a lot of a lot of wave of emotions with her. And I I love it. Yeah, there's something so like the casting. They won Emmys for casting uh, or at least were nominated for this for good reason. Right. And because like Melanie Linsky specifically, it's like she has such a sweet suburban mom demeanor about her, like everything about the way she looks just, you know, oh, what a good person, you know? And then, but also is capable of acting and pulling off the vibe that she'll fucking stab your jugular. And she knows where the, she knows where the carotid is. Having a burner phone in a safe is never a good sign. (laughs) Most people don't. Right. Yeah. 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 Perfect casting in that respect. And and, uh, her character is so intriguing, but yeah, you're right. There's, you could have given it to literally anybody and I wouldn't have been like, what? Unless it was like Randy. What? Laura Lee. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm giving it to Randy. Uh, Like I love Sophie Thatcher. I think she's great in this show. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's kind of watching this show as an experience because you're not, for me, it's like, when it goes back into the present, I'm kind of like, oh, but I miss the 96 people, you know, but then I get stuck in the 2021 for a while and we go back in time and I'm like, oh, fuck, I right. want, where's Juliette Lewis and Christina Ricci. And it's, it's cool because they're both doing such a great job, um, both sets of cast. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's the end of our, our first episode of the Yellow Jackets coverage. We hope you really like it because you're going to get 19 more or so. Uh, so seatbelt trend. Strap in. Strap in. That's what I was, that's what the idiom. Seatbelts in. <laughs> Unlike that one bitch on the plane that was just yes. rolling around. <laughs> don't be that person. Yeah. yeah, don't earn your Don't earn your seat, JV. Right? Don't die before the plane crashes. You gotta strap in. Madison, are there is there any work or social medias that you want to plug? Um, I don't have any any socials or any content advertising stuff to have, but Okay. Just want to make I'm sure just, I'm just here. I'm just here hanging. Well, email that, the show. Yeah, let us know how much you love Madison because we, we love We'll her pass here. it along oh. to her. You can email the show at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at streamthingpod. And there's a Patreon at patreon.com slash streamingthings. You can subscribe at a variety of tiers, get bonus episodes, all kinds of different stuff. There's Steve's Feet Picks is a really high tier, but you get to see <laughs> all nine of those piggies if you and pay that money. S-tier quality. Yes. Oh, yes. the reviews are in. <laughs> I made it on the spread. Oh, my piggies made it on the spreadsheet. All nine of them. S-tier. Uh, you should christen my Crocs with those, Steve. Um, <laughs> I don't like how I said that either. Do me the honor, sir. <laughs> but you know what you also should do? You should christen our merch store, which is brand new. So go check it out. It'll be in the show notes. Go buy yourself a Annie Hoosel shirt, a Pills Baby shirt, mm-hmm. maybe a Pippin the Dog fan club shirt. Maybe. Who knows? You might be into that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. That's all the time we have for right now. My name is Chris. I'm Steve. My name is Madison. And this was Streaming Things. Happy streaming. It's the end of the episode in the month of February, the month of love. So it's time to show some love to our brand new patrons this month. Uh, In our Try Before You Deny section, we welcome David Malfara, the Marty B VIP producers. We welcome Tanmay Jane, Garrett Pratt, Michael Brooke, Professor Beth RN, Veronica, Ode Bianchers, Ibsliz, Droog, Samwell T, Drew Watkins, Brett Logue, Joseph Bowen, Kaylee Sampson, Nick, and Stephanie Bennett. Uh, in the Chocolate Pudding Producers section, we welcome none other than Renzo20, Claudia Garver, Kristen Glenn, Amanda Brown, John Cavett, Bruce Cullum, Maria Rojas, Candace Hensley, Logan Loftus, Hannah W., Kenneth Singletary, Matthew Unden, Carol Ann Quinn, Dan Wells, Max Grabinski, 
Kelly Nealon, Hannah T.S., Aurelio Reyes, Valerie Frazier, and Andrew Edelman. And finally, in the Friends Don't Lie producers tier, we welcome Baby Bella Twinkie Butt of Spotty Bottom. Maybe the greatest patron name in the history of patron names. And that has been our brand new patrons that we want to show our love to. Thank you.